step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Chatter podcast. I'm your boy Just Ray, um, and I want to give a shout out to the family, uh, my co-host uh, Big Will, and I want to give prayers to the family and send positivity up to him. He's taking a little bit of time away, um, mm-hmm. and then we will talk to him soon. Um, but tonight uh, we have a special guest, vegan chef Chef Ayende Howell. And um, while we're doing the show, if you could leave your comments. Comment on our fan page, the Scatter Chatter Podcast, on Facebook, and you can leave comments here. So, without further ado, uh, Mr. Chef Allende is going to talk about his product and being vegan. So, Allende, what's up, man? Yo, what's going on, man? <laughs> Happy Nothing to be much. here. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you're here. So, tell me about I Eat Grass. Uh, mm-hmm. Being a vegan, all just mm-hmm. let's start there. And go on to our questions. Oh man, where do I even start? First of all, man, this is a, an amazing little technology thing. You put me on to something tonight. I didn't know there was a such thing as blog talk radio. Um, it feels like I'm on the radio. This is very throwback. I love it. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> I started. I do. Uh, I grass. I started back in um, New York City. When I was working as an exec chef there, um, I was, no, what happened was I, I quit. I decided I was going to quit, and I was like, well, if I quit, I need some people to know where to find me afterwards. And at the time, I know you're kind of young. I don't remember this at the time. There was blogs were really popular, right? So everybody had a blog. Right. Everybody had a fucking blog. Yeah, yeah. So I was yeah, like, that was the thing. That was the I'm thing. Gonna start, I was like, I'm going to start a blog. And, and launch a Twitter account. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, 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 I, so, yeah, you know, I got everything launched, and I, and I, and I kept working so I could pay for everything. And then I was like, I put in my two weeks, and my boss was a dick, so he said, like, "You're fired today." Or no, he was like, "You can go today." I was like, "Fine, I'll leave today." I'll give you. Yeah, he would be like, "I'll pay." That was the thing. He would be like, "I'll pay you for two weeks, but you get the fuck out." Like it was what he was vindictive. He was like, "I want to." I want to be. A, I want you to know I am the boss. Like fucking GMs in New York, man. Wow, they are on another level, bro. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that's so anyway, stuff. when I when I left there, I was like, here's how you can find me. And I eat grass. The name actually came from growing up as a vegan child and and Tacoma, Washington, and 
telling people that, right, in the 80s, mm-hmm. they'd be like, what is that? What is a vegetarian? Right. You don't eat meat? Well, you don't eat chicken? Oh, you eat grass? Ha, 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 ha. And so, obviously, I was very scarred by that, and I carried it with me for the rest of my life. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to start a company called I Eat Grass as a big old fuck you to those guys. So I knew it. It was coming. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait. Can I curse? <laughs> no, you can't. Go for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go. Oh, do, do oh okay. Okay, cool, 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 cool. I know uh, you said I knew it was coming. I was like, oh, my f <laughs> No, no, I just knew that, like, okay, so if you get made fun of for something and you find the name. Exactly. And then you name exactly. it and then you make money from it and then people are just like, oh, shit. Yeah. I feel like shit right now. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, they're going to be like, oh, man, I shouldn't have done that. But, I mean, I don't know, man. The, 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 I grew up in the crack era, so, like, most of the kids I grew up with, honestly, are dead. Um, or <laughs> moved far away from there. I was, I'm dead ass, bro. Listen, there was another pandemic. It was called crack, okay? Right. Whole neighborhood, gone. Like, fuck sugar, crack. Money get crack. I remember when it came to the neighborhood. Turned this uh-huh. shit into the walking dead, man. Crazy. Oh, man, damn. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. You, so, you, so you started IE Grass. And then, mm-hmm. so what was your, what was your, was it the blog or was it a product that you started through IE Grass? First, it was, it was a blog for the longest. Um, now, the product okay. that I made as Allende the Chef that people came to know was mac and cheese, a vegan baked macaroni and cheese. Um, okay. You know, during, during my time in New York, I had a, I, I was three years at a place as executive chef, so I had a very large, you know, menu and like I was doing vegan very differently and the thing yeah I'll just relate everything back to 2009 in New York <laughs> but I remember um the thing that the thing that like pushed and like set it off of me in New York was Russell Simmons tweeted about the food and this is this is pre uh you know uh what do you call it um uh fugitive Russell Simmons <laughs> this is now oh. now we got after this is pre me too right I mean right 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 you know, he was out there, but it was no, there was no laws. So anyway, oh, wow. we we accepted him back then, and he tweeted about food, and people were like, and then I'm sitting at my desk, and the New York Times called, and they're like, hey, oh, wow. Russell Simmons is talking talking about your food. Would you uh, give us a quote on this article and blah blah blah? So boom, a what was that? Maybe nine months into like my exec chef position. I was mentioned in the New York Times, and then shortly after that, I got a I got a recipe printed in the New York Times, and you know, so shit was like it was popping, right? But right. the whole time, I had this mac and cheese, and I would only make it for special occasions because, like, I don't know if you know this, you probably do. When you work as a chef for a company, if you make something of yours and put it on their menu, it is now theirs. Right, right. That part, I hate that. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all your creativity, thanks. I put it in my cookbook. Fuck you, right? Right. So right. I got hip to that. I got hip to that early on, and I was like, nah, mm-mm, not gonna do it. Um, mm. So, so I, I always would make it for catering gigs or special events and things like that. So, this had to get get around and so on. I was, I knew I could make vegan food because I grew up vegan. I've been vegan all my life, and that was the thing that kind of put me on was the fact that I can make vegan food taste good. 
Well, you already you know? know what it is when the brothers make vegan food. I mean, you just we just put yeah. seasoning in it to start. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, raisins aren't in everything. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly, exactly, man. Okay, um, so can we, so let's let's backtrack for people that mm. don't know the vegan diet. Like what? Like, because I think people get mixed up with being vegan or being vegetarian. Like, what is it exactly? Like, what should I be eating? Or is it just all vegetables? Or is it, like, I mean, I know that sounds dumb, but. Well, no, I got you. I got you. Because it it does change. It does change a lot. Um, Right. Vegan is no animal products of any kind, no animal byproducts of any kind. So not only are you not eating um, fish, or turkey, all, all all these are meats, by the way, guys. <laughs> I know black people like to leave those out, but that's actually meat. And then, <laughs> and then, and then, uh, <laughs> you, are, you know, you know I'm not lying. Are you vegan? You vegetarian? You vegan? No, no, here's the thing. I, um, as far as, like, my diet, I try to do balance. Like, I try not to eat too mm-hmm. much meat, and then mm-hmm. I don't try to do... I just, but I like to always have vegetables in my diet because I think it's important. For I don't know because you know that's what Grandmama said. And Grandmama lived a long time, so that's yeah, what's up. Yeah. And and if I, I mean, didn't find, I, but the thing, is, well, see, here's my thing. I really wish hmm. I could find a really good uh, burger. Like your mac and cheese is like off the chain. Like I, I'm trying hmm. to figure out how to order. I'll talk to you about that in a little bit later. Okay. But, the vegan burger, I have not found a really good quality one to either buy or make. So that's like my thing. So I'm just trying like I'm trying to slowly replace a lot of the the meat products that I put in my diet, but I need like the high protein because of you know, I'm a I'm a mover, you know what I'm saying? So it's like mm-hmm. I gotta like mm-hmm. So that's that's the only thing. So that's why I'm curious and I I'm sure the audience is curious, like what does it take to become a vegan or what is it that I need to do? So Okay, so I think to become a vegan, so, like, the goal is no animal products, no animal byproducts. That's the goal. That's not necessarily where you have to start, okay? Um, Right. A lot of people say, I could be vegan if it were for cheese. So I say to those people, okay, do that. But I say do that. Like, if you can really be vegan throughout the rest of your life and only have cheese, then you should try and you should see if you can actually do that, right? And if you can... Uh Because it's not just it's not just cutting things out like you said it's finding the right replacement it's finding the proteins it's finding the things that you can make easily at home the things that you can buy that's ready to go right or the places you can eat out at that's how you have right. to start to navigate the world and so it just takes a, it, it requires you to read a lot and investigate what you eat a lot more I'm such right. an avid label reader that I don't even realize I do it. But I'm just looking at it. Is there any animal products in this? Nope. Okay, cool. And usually you can. It's usually at the bottom of the ingredient list, whether it has it in it or not. So, you know, in big bold now, now because it has uh, because of the rules. But but yeah. Um. So you you cut everything out gradually, though. You know, cut things out gradually, and and okay. see if you can, and make and then take it to the next step. And then once you 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 get the food part down. You know, then you look at the rest of your life, and it's like, am I buying leather? Am I buying luggage with leather on it? Am I buying, you know, a fur or a mink or what have or any of these things because I 
they're animal byproducts. I'm vegan. I can't do that. Or I, I should see the connection from me to that. Wow, so I didn't know it went that deep as far as, like, even down to the clothing and stuff. I didn't know that. I mean, I didn't either, to be honest, until, like, I think I was in, like, my mid-20s and somebody somebody checked me. They were like, oh, you're vegan? I said, yeah. Are those shoes leather? I said, yeah. I said, oh, then you're not vegan. And I was like, oh, oh. okay, wow. old, old white lady. It was an older white lady, too. <laughs> she was just like, she checked me, and I was like, oh, Okay. And then wow. I started to, and it, it was it wasn't vegan fashion is way way behind the curve, way behind the curve. Oh. And also, the vegan leather and the vegan uh, product replacements—they're made out of out of a material that will never recycle. Well, they used to be. I'm not sure about that now, but they used to be made out of this material. It's like, yeah, but this will just be here forever. But it's made out of other things, but it's going to be here forever. So you, it's like you find, you know, you find a balance. So okay, all right, we're talking about the veganist. So I, I've cooked at times with vegan cheese, and it seems like most mm-hmm. people are familiar with the the diet cheese. Now, mm. I know Miyoko's. I've tried Miyoko, and she's mm. like very, it's delicious. Do you have any other mm-hmm. recommendations for like good melty cheese? Like, let's start with the basics. Like, most people use cheese for a grilled cheese sandwich, nachos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What else? Uh, chili. Um, like, what what is what's a good cheese that you would recommend? A vegan cheese that a person could use, so it don't look weird or taste weird. Because the diet cheese is like, it's painful, bro. Like watching it melt. Like, oh no, it is. I mean, we gotta use a blowtorch to melt that stuff. But uh, okay, so you, the so one you that know. I. Oh yes, of course. The vegan vegan cheese has come a long way. Um, okay, <laughs> but the, the the best one. Oh man, I can tell you some stories. The best one is um, is uh, to, well, the one I like right now is BioLife, and I, I had okay. their um, their Epic Mature cheddar, and I had a block a block in my fridge, and I was I wanted some nachos the other night, so I made up. I had some, you know, beans and tortilla shells and the cheese. So I made them up. So I made it. I was like, I'm going to make some nachos. And it came out really good. I shredded it. Nice. It shreds, it shreds like um, non, like like dairy cheese. Like, you know the, okay. you know the difference I'm talking about, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, the, it has that more oily feel in the shred. And yeah, so yeah. And it looks, that, it's just a clean, like, shred. Like, boom. Like, it's not mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh, like. I'm sorry. Diet cheese, is, it looks like plastic, bro. I'm sorry. It's not oh, like that. Yeah, it looks yeah. like real. Yeah, when yeah, you're yeah. talking about dairy cheese slicing and shredding, it looks real, and I get it. So I understand. So, yeah. So BioLife yeah. is the one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, I don't hmm, – I was going to say the word real. Like, I feel like all food is real. I don't feel like – Vegan food tries. I think the problem with vegan, the vegan food industry, is that it it's on this mimicking trend, and it's like let me right. just mimic everything. And obviously, if you can't do it well, then why would you try? Right. Right. So that's that's been the problem, and you know, there's a lot of big money in the in the vegan food world right now, and what happens is they where they set the narrative is where we're where we are right now. Right. Okay. And that's why I'm here because I'm I'm here to change that narrative. 
Mm, okay. So can we back up a minute? Like, where you're, you said mm-hmm. you come from a vegan family, like from Tacoma, Washington. Like, what mm-hmm. was there a reason why your family was vegan, or was it? Because you know how some people are just like, you know, we're very spiritual. That That's when it's just that one person. They're just like, I don't want to eat because of animals. Like, what's the mm-hmm. what's the reason? Like, what's your why for being a vegan or de- deciding to leave to live a vegan life? Like, what's your um, yeah. okay? So, so yeah, so I was I was raised in it. I was born into being vegan. Um, and there's two. I asked my parents. I asked both my parents what their reasons were, and they gave me two different answers. So, okay, my mom said, my mom said, uh, her father passed away like very early on in her pregnancy with me. Of basically oh. complications of a bad of a bad diet, like you know, intestinal problems leading to um, just you know the slippery slope of being in the hospital and eventually you know succumbing. And she said, you know, she said, I she's like, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna. How does she say it? She said, I'm gonna break the loop. I'm gonna break the cycle. Like we don't have to die like that. You know, there's a mm-hmm. better way to eat. There's a better way to live. And so she said she just threw all the meat out, threw all the eggs out. She she cracked an egg that morning to cook and, like, made her sick. So she was like, she just threw everything out, got a couple cookbooks, and never looked back. Wow. Um, My dad, my dad, who was, like, uh, Black Panther and in the uh, the, the, the Black, I mean, my mom, what do you call it, the... um, the Black Nationalist Movement. Uh, my mom was a wow. father, too. And he said, well, you know, your mama mentioned it, and I figured when the revolution came, I couldn't have to sit on the sideline and get some fried chicken instead of going to fighting the man. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's a reason, too. That is a reason, okay. too. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Okay. So, and then you were just like, and then you were just like, I'm just gonna follow suit. That's what my mama did. My daddy did that. So I'm just gonna do it too. Or is there more than that? I mean, no. I I think that's essentially it, right? I grew up in that. I enjoyed the food. Um, you know, I definitely had you know my version of junk food as a kid. You know, mm-hmm. I was making homemade French fries very early on, and you know, creating my little tofu hot dogs and chili burgers and things like that because I wanted to mimic what I saw, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually, uh, I think when it came time to choose it, I just, I decided, I was like, it works for me. It's a big part of me. And it's the thing that I don't, feel, like, I don't, in and out, and nowadays I don't have to break it, you know. But, like, I would only choose to. Like, there was a time when, like, if you wanted to eat, you'd have to not be vegan. So, that's up, like, airplanes or in other states or, you know what I'm saying? Like, we were in, we, we did summers in Alabama for, like three, like, three years, and we were vegan there. But we just cooked everything because people were just like, what in the world is a vegan? Right. You know, especially in Mobile, Alabama. Like, come on. They're like, what? What is that? Right. Right. Okay. You don't eat no so, meat. All right. Hmm. Oh, wow. 
so you're you're saying okay, we're talking about vegan, we're talking about regular food. Like okay, is mm-hmm. how do you cheat vegan food? Like I mean, vegan desserts. Like what what is a dessert that is like okay for a vegan Ooh. to eat? Like is, can, is are there candy bars? Can I go to Whole Foods and get a vegan Snickers? Like you know what? There was a company that made vegan candy bars. I think it was called Gomax Foods, and I can't find them anywhere now. I I thought I bought enough of them to keep them in business, but I guess I didn't. And there's a <laughs> bunch of bars. There's a bunch of bars, but those are the only ones that were actually reminiscent of a candy bar. So, again, like growing up, like I always wanted a Snickers bar. I just never ate one. So as an adult, when I see that, I'm like, I want, that's what I want. I want that experience that I didn't have as a kid. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but what are your question about? Uh, candy bars? What else? Yeah, just desserts. Like, like where, how oh, desserts. I, I need a, I need a vegan well, food. Well, like, because I know, okay, the vegan food, I can find that all day, right? But, like, if I just want to, right. like, go to Whole Foods or Sprouts, I think those are, like, the main two, like, healthy food grocers. Or Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's too. Okay, Trader Joe's. Okay, so mm-hmm. who who do I buy? Like as far as like getting that, or what what can I make? Can I make a vegan cinnamon roll? Like what? How does that work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I've I've made a vegan cinnamon roll. I don't think I have a recipe for that in my cookbook. Um, what? You did, you have a cookbook? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have a cookbook. How did, I have a cookbook. How, how did I not know that? Okay, all right. We'll talk about that. All right. Um, but anyway, um, I had, yeah, and there's some, there's some vegan, like, cinnamon rolls in the can, I, or, like, vegan, like, like, vegan by accident, um, at Trader Joe's, I believe. I believe their brand okay. is, like, is, like, vegan, yeah. Um, but I think desserts were, like, the first, was, like, the first part of vegan cuisine to, to really advance. Like, you can get great cakes and cookies and brownies pies not so much i mean i'm i'm very pie is my favorite so like i don't i don't, I don't eat other people's pies oh wow um no nah, I've, I've never had a, a better pie than mine and my mom's oh wow that that's that's pretty strong bro that's a strong statement yeah man vegan pies are <laughs> shit <laughs> okay um so i think that, I, they are but i feel like <laughs> We'll keep it real. But, um, I feel like. <laughs> wait, wait. Okay, wait. I'm gonna pause. Yeah. Pause for just a second. I think. Yeah. I don't think people understand like the depth of humor and the depth of skill you have. Like, I I hope that people like look at the card on the website and go visit the Mac and Yeast IG. Your videos are yeah. fucking hilarious. Like, <laughs> they're, they're, like oh, it, it's like, you to want to cook, like, more vegan food. Like, it's, like, it's fun, and it's important. Mm-hmm. I just want people to, like, go go there. Like, <laughs> yeah. Cause it's so, all right, so, so, yeah, it's at M-A-C-A-N-D-Y-E-A-S-E. At Mac and Yeast, um, I post all my videos up there. Um, it kind of started during like the quarantine, man. I've done so many cooking videos that I just get bored with putting just ingredients on them. So I was like, well, shit. I did, you know, I did improv for many years, 
And so I was just kind of improvising one day over as a, as a voiceover. And I was like, I like this. And I would just do, I just kept doing it. Yeah, it, they're they're good. I like I watch them on purpose. I go out of my way to watch them as much as possible whenever I catch them. Like they're off the chain. Um, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, so let's talk about mac and cheese. Okay. Like I okay. cooked it. You know I, I worked with you. It's not. It's not bad. Like I I wish I could be an ambassador for you. Um, how so? When I'm ordering it, like I've seen, I see the orders. Like, how big are the the portion sizes? Is it enough for like one person, or is it just? Do you have different sizes? Yeah. Like, how does it? The online, the online ordering, we do it in a 32 ounce, a family size, so that's two pounds. Um, okay. And it feeds, you know, four to six, depending on the portion size. Uh, the new formula that I'm putting out is you're able to freeze it, so you can kind of cook however much you want, put the rest in the freezer, kind of thing. Okay, okay, and yeah, and and, um, and then I. Tell, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, no, go ahead. No, um, as far as like, I just want people to understand your product line. Like, what are the different? I know you you do mac and cheese. Oh, yeah. Like that's your main staple. Like, what are what are the other products you have? Because I remember we were doing yes the uh the tasting for like the different ones, and we won. Or were we nominated, or did we win the Vegan News Award for that show when we were working together that one time? Oh yeah, we got best of show. We did, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So. So yeah. So what is currently available on on uh, macanese dot com, m a c a n d y e a s e dot com, um, is the macanese, the jalapeno macanese, and the sauce only version. The sauce only version, you can cook your gluten-free noodles in so you have that option because I can't ship a gluten-free noodle. Um, and then I have um, the Brooklyn Bolognese. Bolognese is uh, one of the first things I learned how to cook uh, as a, I'd say, one of the first things, I, spaghetti sauce is one of the first things I learned how to cook. And then Bolognese is one of the staples that I would say I've had as like bachelor food, you know, when you just like want a bunch of shit to eat and you don't want to cook a lot, so I just make like a big thing of bolognese with either tofu or like whatever vegan meat I want to try or mushrooms I wanted to try. Keep that in the uh, fridge and my and my pasta, and that could be dinner for like you know four or five nights a week. Um, so that's the bolognese that I that I currently sell on the website. And I'm thinking, and we're you know with uh, what you call it. Thanksgiving coming up, there's uh, something else I'm, I'm working on. Let's see if I can bring some collard greens to to uh, to the market there too. It's just it's it's a lot of work to get to make things happen, um, which is why it's just like working at this level. It's just everything takes a month. Okay. You know? And if and if you have so, to like, no, go ahead. Oh, so the okay. So if you don't mind me asking, what is the what is the main ingredient in mac and cheese that makes it vegan? And what is the main ingredient in the bolognese that makes it, you know, that gives it that meat texture? Um, you trying to get my secrets? Hmm. Huh? Is you trying to get my secrets? No, no, no. I just, no, 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 no. I just want to. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm with you, man. <laughs> Please don't find me. Oh shit. Um, okay, no. Uh, 
So I use a vegan cheese instead of a regular cheese. That's what makes okay. the mac and cheese vegan. And then the the, the, the seasoning blend is, is the, the uniqueness of, of that in particular. Um, and then on the bolognese, it's actually uh, gluten, soy, um, meat product that uh, this product comes from overseas. It's a European company, but it's clean. Uh, I like it. I like the texture. And for me, those are the most important. You know, people don't, a lot of people don't like soy. Um, yeah. But the right kind of soy in the right proportions is good. Uh, soy is, a, as you know, like a, a filler protein, and it shows up in a lot of recipes, and not even vegan recipes, like cookies or uh, milk products or whatever it is, if it, you know, the soy protein uh, isolate. And that is what gives people the soy overload more than just being vegan. Oh, I didn't know that. Damn. Yeah, okay. Man. Yeah, just look it up. It's, it's interesting because people would always uh, always get on me about soy, and I'm like, it's not – you can't tell me that all of China survives off of tofu as a main staple in their diet, and the men don't have, you know, breasts, the uh, – the women don't have cancer from, you know, uh, overload of estrogen or, or whatever. I'm not even sure that's the science on it, but you get what I'm saying. There's a book called The China Study. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can read about it. Yeah. Yeah, so the, the reason why I asked you, I was asking what's specifically in it, because as an intelligent buyer for, like, foods and stuff like that, when you're, when you're looking into those type of things, you want to know, like, what am I eating and what am I putting into my body? And you know how people are mm-hmm. asking, well, what's in it? What makes it vegan and what – so that's why oh, I yeah, want to yeah. know, and I'm pretty sure the people that are going to buy your product, and I'm encouraging them to order from you, um, want them to know, like, yes. what's in it and, like, how much love and attention you put into your product, and that's what, why you're, like, in business the way that you are. So that's why I ask specifically. I want to see no, – I know you got, I know you got I little agents that be out there, like, kidnapping people in <laughs> and stuff. I, I don't want that business. Yeah, like, man. my wife <laughs> Um, oh, man. So, what's up with your book? So, I didn't know you had a cookbook, bro. Like, what is it called, and, like, how long has it been out? Oh, man, the cookbook's been out since, like, I think late 2014, 2014, 2015, something like that. And okay. um, it's called The Lefty Vegan. Um, that was, it was, that's based on the, that was, like, the most popular blog that I wrote while I was in New York, because I would blog for other people, and I blogged for um, Marcus Samuelson's blog. Oh, man. It was, what's guy. it called? What's it called? Yeah. So I was, a, I was a, the in-house vegan chef blogger there. But I would do – I would at the time, I would just talk about – I didn't really <laughs> I didn't really understand the discipline of writing, of, of blog writing. So I would just talk about my life and then put a recipe at the end of it. And that's that's kind of been my my thing, I guess. But um, I would talk about my life and my love life. And I remember going to this party once, and um, someone was like, "Oh man, so so what happened next? What happens next in the next blog? Like, did you guys break up? Are you guys back together?" Oh wow! <laughs> but the, but my editor, he didn't like it. He was like, "Hey, can you just write the fucking blog and and the recipe?" <laughs> I was like, "I don't know how." But here's some more uh, updates on my girlfriend. 
But it fucking worked. And then I moved it from there to my own blog and called it Lusty Vegan. And then um my my I have a co author in the book. Uh she took over the blog. Her name is Zoe Eisenberg. She was my intern at the time. Still one of the best collaborative people I've worked with. Because um, she, just, she just gets shit done, you know? Like, this thing I don't right. like, people want to have a bunch of meetings and talk about shit, but, like, people who just, like, this is the mission, boom, let's get it done. I love that. So, anyway. Okay, okay, uh, okay, took, wait. Hmm, I, hmm. I'm sorry. I didn't, mean to, I didn't mean to, like, break y'all, but I know Andrea, and she's just like that. I know, like, every person oh, yeah. that I work with that yeah. senior crew, they do not mm-hmm. fuck around. And and I'm yeah. wondering how do you how do you find these people like that work with you like they're <laughs> fucking amazing. My <laughs> they don't fuck man, it's, been, it's years of years of like hiring. I mean, you know, in restaurants, man, the turnover is so high. I had to learn how to manage people, man. Like I really had to learn my management style, and I just think through that. You have to have empathy to manage people well, and I've just uh-huh. been constantly trying to trying to learn that, you know. And through that, I think it's not just finding you find people with the potential, and then you're able to help them bring the best out. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Man, like you don't those are you whatever you're giving to them or making them happy with, like keep doing it, bro, because. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm impressed when I see people that just are on top of it. Like it's impressive. It is. Wow. Right? Okay. It's it's, it's yeah. rare, but yeah, it is impressive for sure. Super impressive. Okay. So, lastly, the me- I I'm curious about, and I'm sure like other you know people that are want to start like food businesses on their own, like the hurdles in the manufacturing process, like. Is there a, a easy like one two three or what you go through? Because I think don't you have to get like the FDA licenses and then like do you use local manufacturers to like do your food or do you just send off a recipe to some laboratory somewhere? Like how does that work? Oh. Or am I even allowed oh. to ask? Is that like NDA kind of question? Um, I mean there were NDAs involved for sure, but I can kind of give you an overview. I think. Um, there are people called co-packers and co-manufacturers. And okay. co-packers and co-manufacturers are the people who make, you go to, um, let's say you go to Trader Joe's and you want to get some frozen lasagna, some vegan pad thai, and some, um, I don't know, some uh, spring rolls. So there's one company that makes it for them, it makes it for uh, Ralph's, it makes it for Christides, it makes you know there's one company that makes it for everybody. Those are the co-manufacturers. That, that's, the, that's how you scale up. You got to get into a co-manufacturer. But the problem is so, but, people don't. Okay. Hmm? The problem no, is no, I, co-manufacturers don't really work with startups, especially you no know, name startups, especially just people kind of out of the blue. Um. I came to mine through a broker, and because I didn't, because he, he didn't even deal with people my size. He's like, I don't, I don't even fuck with people your size. Like, but I like, I like your name. I like the name of your company, and I like you. And I was like, I right, shit, that works for me. But but I went into it thinking like, 
I went into it thinking like he was just going to work with me off jump because I had business for him. People turn you down all the time. And the thing is, right. because it's just a lot of things and, you know, the things that I've learned over the years is that like, because the profit margins are so small in food, you you have to your your um your 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 labor and your um you know what do you call it? your supplies your ingredient list like you have to control that so tightly that when you're talking about buying taking on someone who may not keep the account you know maybe your product doesn't perform well in Ralphs or you know uh, Gelson's or whatever then but you're you're ready to go for three months but you get dropped after one month. So mm-hmm. you have all this product that somebody has to pay for. Uh, you understand? Wow. So it takes, it takes, it's a lot more business and yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting, man. And actually I, I keep thinking about this, man. It's just kind of reminded me because I was thinking about doing a, um, I saw my podcast earlier with, well off the air, but I was thinking about doing like an entrepreneur based podcast for the food industry because I know it, I've, I've, I've literally been in every position bro I've been the waiter I've been the cleanup guy I've been the dishwasher I've been the owner I've been an executive chef I've been a, a, a fucking GM I've, been, I've done it all wow so you know and yeah, that's really what could, it takes you know we could talk about that maybe like off uh, off air yeah um, think, uh True Tribe Nation would definitely be interested in you. I'm getting hit up by my producer. She's like, you know, we need to get him a podcast. Like, so I would love to help you <laughs> yeah. and help you partner with you and get that off the ground. Um, yeah, worry. whatever it takes. To yeah, support you I, don't know about this, I don't know nothing about this world, but I know that people need. I have a, a lot of information that I can like help young entrepreneurs. I'm passionate about helping, about helping entrepreneurs, and especially in the times where you you're gonna have to start your own business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because like we're like we don't we don't know what the hell's happening. No, you know. But yeah. Anyway. So going, Continue, my so, brother. Going back to, so going back to your manufacturing process. So so basically, mm-hmm. what you're saying is like somebody found you because you were already creating your stuff, and then you went and did no. The, so 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 the other important part about that is. Um, in the food, in this level of the food business, you're you want you want to um, you want to connect with people who want your product. Picking okay. and selling your product to people is a lot of money. That's what Expo West was. That's where you were. That's where we were, that's just uh-huh. you spend a lot of money to be like, hey, would you like to buy this? Mm-hmm. But the the thing is. You want to be you want to be at the right place for and the right time for the opportunity for people who want what you have. Okay. So Whole Foods wanted a vegan mac and cheese. I was okay. eating ice cream, eating vegan ice cream out in Glendale one Sunday. I'm moping about a woman or something. I don't know, but um, <laughs> they happen to be having they happen to be having a fucking tasting in the back, and the owner, who I knew, she was like, oh, I think your friends are out back. And so I go out back, and surely enough, they're out there, and people are, and someone says, hey, you should meet um, Megan. Uh, she's, she... You said she works at Whole Foods? I think, yeah. No, I don't even know what she said. She's like, here, meet Megan. So I hey. And she's like, oh, yeah. She says, Allende has excellent vegan mac and cheese. 
So Megan is like, hey, I work at Whole Foods. We actually might be looking for a vegan mac and cheese. Uh, can you maybe come do a presentation on Wednesday? And it was Sunday. I was like, of course, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Because like, I can't tell you how many, <laughs> I can't tell you how many uh, people have come up to me and be like, man, I'm gonna make you rich. <laughs> and then nothing happens. So I was just like, yeah, whatever. So the, um, so I go in on Wednesday and I show it to them, and I meet the whole team. And this is something I come to find that they do. Every Wednesday, people come in and they show their wares and they decide whether they want them or not. And so I show them the vegan mac and cheese, the mac and cheese. They're like, oh, this is it. We want to go with someone else, but we like this one. So can you deliver, I don't know, 2,500 pounds a week? And I said, uh, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I walked out of the building. I was like, how do I make 2,500 pounds of anything? <laughs> so... I was I didn't know, but I said yes. I was like yes, get the opportunity. So I said yes, I will take. I can do this, and then that that started me on the path. So that that connects to the the one, right? So that was mm-hmm. what I had in my back pocket, and I'm going to these people like, well, Whole Foods, you know, wants this thing. Can you help me? And they were like, mm, nah, pass. And I was like, but 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 you know, man, it's just a it's a hard it's a hard business to be in. So okay, so you're okay. You can say you can answer this if you like, and I'm just curious. Your profit Mm. margin, your production to profit margin, like is it break even? Are you like, are you good with how it's like turned out when working with? Because I've heard like when you work with like big name people like like Whole Foods or just any like main distributor. They cut like into your profit margins. Like, is it? Am I allowed to ask well, that, or, or what, I can, I, what I can say about that is that when you get bigger, you look at profit in a different way. You look at profit okay. based on, um, you know, the margins, how much you sell, um, and volume. So you okay. just have to, you got to change. This is something else we could talk about another time. But you have to change your mentality around food because you know. Restaurant food is is cash is cash and hand based. Like it's you you used to touching money, but right on this side it's like you just have to. Because I, I I was a victim of that. I wanted to you know I had to, I wanted to like put a high percentage on things um, because I have because the, the IP comes from me. Like it's my recipe. You know I should right. make X amount, but you have to look at it differently and and say okay, I can make X amount over time. Okay, so so that's it's a different it's a whole different thing. I mean, like I said, we can get into it more, but it, it's just you just have to yeah. You, you, it's a lot of math, and it's a lot of projecting, and you just sort of you project that like okay, if I can make this much over this amount of time, then what else can I do? You know, what else is the relationship worth? You know, those kind of things. Okay, okay. Wow, yeah, man, this is a very, it's a very interesting world, man. Okay, so um, it is. L- lastly, before I go, and I want to talk to you more. I guess you know, moving forward, I should just uh, get to you through Andrea, and then you'll talk to me like about stuff afterwards. Correct? That's that's how the channel runs. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll I do mean, that. So yeah. what? I, so um, with that being said, uh, 
right now, do you have anything? Because you know, there's the COVID thing going on, and you know, the F, you know, pandemic. Do you have any specials going on, or anything you want to promote? You know, as far as like the sales, and then are you going to have something coming up for the holidays? Because that's going to come up real fast. Very uh, soon. Yeah. So yeah. Um. So do, I'll, go ahead. So and do that. we are. So I'm in the middle of. Um, I'm in the middle of a recipe, a formula change on the mac and cheese. So we are currently not shipping our direct-to-consumer, um, and I'm having some issues with the supply chain. So they're saying another two weeks. So I don't really know how to gauge that, but I know that I'll be up and running by September. Um, because it, it only, it's only wait, we're only waiting on food to move across country. You know, I'm waiting for an ingredient to get from Wisconsin to here. So, or overseas, I don't even know where it's coming from. But anyway, it takes two weeks, um, okay. which is just some other headaches of the of the job. But uh, the bolognese is available. Um, and then for the, like I said, for Thanksgiving, we are going to have, um, for Thanksgiving, we're going to have <clears throat> collard greens. I'm going to do some collard Uh-oh. greens that we can ship out. And I'm working on uh, another, another uh, recipe that um, might be ready by the time. Uh, just to add to people's Thanksgiving experience, because uh, you know you gotta have some good greens to go with your mac and cheese. So oh, all all day, all day, all day, <laughs> all day. Yeah. <laughs> so they can they can find um just checking on on the Instagram, which is at m a c a n d y e a s e, and I post updates there at least weekly. Okay. All right. So uh yeah. yeah. So let's let's go ahead. Buy the mac. I mean, buy the mac and cheese. Stay tuned for what he has. The product is awesome. Um, Allende, thank you very much. I'm going to be in touch with you because I think I'm going to do uh, some food episodes in the near future. And uh, oh, yeah, cool. we'll just go from that, man. Man, again, no, thank you. Any fun. last words? You have for, any last words you got for us? Um, quit your job. Go after your dreams. <laughs> it ain't. Listen, it ain't pretty, but it's worth it. <laughs> That's it. That's all I gotta say. Wait, wait, wait! They gotta have a plan. They can't just be quitting jobs now. Like, I mean, get on unemployment and then go for your dreams. I don't know. Make a plan. Yes, make a plan, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right then. All right, Yende, man. All right, so we'll guys, be in touch, man. man. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Yeah. All right, okay, man. And this is fun. Peace. That's it. All right, peace out, guys. Something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.